Hey everyone, I'm Alexa Golden. And I'm Haley Piper. And And together, together, we are the Gossip and Gratitude Podcast. Tune in each week to get a taste of what life's really like in your 20s. We'll be bringing you all the relatable gossip from getting dumped to landing that first job after college. So sit back, grab some wine, and let's spill some tea. Hey guys, happy Monday. It's going to be... Oh yeah, Alexa's probably hanging on. This <laughs> is like thread. before Monday, so... This is on the weekend and I'm just having a roller coaster on yeah. the weekend. I feel like there's always something with one of us. We I, always yeah. jump on here and it's like someone's oh, having my a God. bad time. <laughs> but it's so true. Like, I feel like... Um, oh, man. It's funny because I feel like I can empathize with you pretty big on this one where just sometimes work things just like come out of nowhere and just literally throw your life upside down for a five for a hot minute yeah which can be hard especially on a hot weekend when oh god there's so hot yeah Mm -hmm. no i was literally at a party yesterday sitting inside on my computer working like a loser (laughs) i was like sorry everybody (laughs) what do you do sometimes shit happens yeah it's just duty you just push through (laughs) wow that's a good that's a good mindset lex just push on through but i also had to work and i was like okay us us entrepreneurs yeah yeah we gotta you still gotta grind on a saturday i feel you okay no that's fair no i feel like this week is about to get crazy because it's gonna be what 37 38 38 it's uh if it hits 38 it's the hottest recorded temperatures here in edmonton since the 30s what so almost 100 years since we've had it hit 38 holy shit i also also said that we've if we have five days in a row of 30 degree weather we wouldn't have had that since the 60s what so it's like record-breaking week oh my god i feel like it's you get such mixed feedback on it too like some people are like some people are miserable some people are fucking pissed yeah Yeah. and i know some women who are like violently pregnant right now so not imagine i'm like right it's i enjoy the weather when i can plan activities like i'm glad that we got this weekend to do fun later yeah. in the week we have canada we're go day the we're Pemina. gonna go float the river yeah do some activities afoot but it does suck when you don't have ac <laughs> yes when you don't have ac when you're having fomo because other people are doing fun stuff yeah and you're just being sticky in yeah your house. <laughs> yeah or when you don't have a body of water near you yes you're just like i need to be in water at this moment so right. yeah. I feel that, but um, that's not what this week's episode's no. about. This week's episode is going to take a bit of a dive into just like our our journey with food. I feel like it's a very relatable topic, and mm-hmm. and just just give you a, a little taste to taste of where we're at with that. Because I feel like it's a it changes all the time, and I I don't know. I just think a lot of women and people relate to having interesting relationships with food. Let's put it so. Yeah. But before that. Lex, we shall do our gratitude moment. Okay. Okay, you go first. I am grateful that, I mean, we kind of had a rave or a rant about this last week, but I'm grateful that this pandemic is, like, over, almost over, because, yeah. like, this, on Friday, I got to see all of my grandparents. So, oh like, my, God, my, my mom's parents were in town, and my dad's parents were in town, and they're friends, yeah. so they both all four of them came over to my parents house and we had a barbecue and like I, would, so I came over and it was just like so fun to just like see, see my family yeah. and like I obviously hadn't seen like my one set of grandparents in nine months which That's is crazy. crazy and my other ones like I think I'd seen them briefly a couple months ago but like yeah. even then like not as much as I normally would anyway yeah. so it was hmm. just like really nice to finally just like get to sit in a room with people and visit and like just yeah have have some back to normal yeah so i was grateful for that day and i think everyone had a good time so it was a good a good day no that's good i i'm excited for that too i feel like it's lifting my spirits thinking about those kind of things Mm -hmm. um i am 
Oh, it just slipped my mind. Well, what am I grateful <laughs> for today? Like, I okay, well, I have two. I'm grateful for, like, the night after having some Beverginos, or the morning after that, when you just, like, clear the system. Yeah. When you just ex- excrete everything from your body, and you're just like, okay, back to life. We're good now. Yeah. That's a good one. And then also the my second good one is i'm actually grateful for golf i'm starting to enjoy it and like if you enjoy it last week (laughs) well not on the thursday i uh had a rough time (laughs) but gerald and i golfed on the friday and i i mean what does it say that i had my best game lord only knows what that means but i shot some good hits the more you do it yeah so i'm enjoying it and i think gerald's probably like whoa my plan is working but (laughs) It's it's good. I'm enjoying it. So I think it's fun. I think a lot of our friends are kind of getting into golf yeah. now. That I feel like we're a little older. People have maybe a little bit more income mm. to. <laughs> yeah, no, I know what just, you mean. Uh, you know, I mean, as opposed to when you're like 18, 19, yeah. you're like really poor. Yeah, and like, we're still poor, yeah. but we're not as poor, so you can afford to do a golf round of activities. Golf. Yeah, and like so, I think it's kind of a fun summer activity. socialization activity. So yeah, I agree. I, I'm just also getting into dipping it too. my toes in yeah i mean no i think it's fun summer of golf is a yeah <laughs> it's fun being at the level we're at because the expectation we have for ourselves is so low yeah because like and all of our friends can, yeah. are yeah the same like yeah. gerald's probably the best out of our group and that he's like not even like and insane. i just say no offense gerald but like, yeah yeah you're like good compared to like what i see but like i mean i'm sure in the grand scheme you're just yeah like you're a not a PGA. average golfer pga pro <laughs> but also um I see how angry he gets when he has a bad game where I have no concept of yeah. what's good or bad at this point. So I'm just like, dah, 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 like yeah. along for the ride. So that's been fun. But, uh, but yeah, some fun summer activities and let's just get right into it. All right. Do you want me to start? Sure. Set, set the tone. Set the tone. Else. I feel like every, everybody I know, whether Actually, there might be a few exceptions, but most people have had, like, some experience with having not the best relationship with food, either whether it's trying to gain weight, lose weight, just be comfortable with certain parts of your body. Yeah. Like, understanding how foods interact with your body. I think there's so many aspects of it that yeah. that it's confusing, and it also makes it confusing that everybody's different so i can't like look at like lex and be like what works for you works yeah. for me or like exactly because you have completely different metabolisms and body types and yeah i think it's also not it's hard because like nobody teaches you about it no one like they teach you about like the food pyramid or whatever yeah. which i felt like didn't that come out that that's like not even accurate like, anymore yeah, or something yeah but like that's like pretty much the extent of the education that you get about food is just like eat your fruits and veggies mm-hmm. like that's all they really yeah. say and like don't Drink eat too much junk food like whatever junk food is like mm-hmm. what is that even yeah and so then i think that as you grow up like you're just so confused about what yes. is what is good what is bad and then you have like you know people like jill who are trained in that that specialize in that saying like oh well like you shouldn't look at food as good or bad it's just food and then you're getting confused because you're like okay but I have other people saying that I shouldn't do this but like I have these other people who have like more expert knowledge saying other things but I mean not everybody has the time or the money to commit to working with like a nutritionist or something like that right so it's like you're just kind of left in no man's land like what do I do and there's so many um like theories and thoughts on it like like you'll get maybe you'll get a nutritionist who is like 
you literally cannot eat a french fry ever again in your life because maybe they really truly believe that you only need to put nutrient dense Mm -hmm. food in your body whereas then you'll get another nutritionist or like health coach who's like no you have to have balance yeah so then that even adds another layer Layer. of confusion and then on top of that on top of the food it's the whole confusion of like like being physically active okay i need to eat these foods if i'm gonna do this type of activities or yeah and that's a whole nother complexity because yeah, you're like what's the combination of this like do i need to eat protein after i work out yes. or do i need to do this and i think a whole other layer of it too is like with our generation mm-hmm. there's like i'm just thinking of like for example like my grandparents mm-hmm. um i mean they lived more like small town but it was like they didn't really have as much access to like all different yeah. junk foods and like fast food restaurants and things like mm-hmm. that and and it was like you go to the store and you pick what you need whereas now we go to the store and you're you're like overwhelmed there's yeah. like a whole aisle of chips yeah and like a whole aisle of cookies. it's really up to you at and that you're moment like, oh my god like there's so much like options yeah it's like too many options that you just get confused whereas i think back in the day it was like you More go simplified. to the store you get your fruits your veggies your bread your whatever yeah and that's that like yes. it's not it wasn't as as complex of, yeah. a, of a thought process yeah you didn't really have to like way out okay like what how is this gonna affect my body if i yeah, eat this like, mm, do i deserve like a treat this yeah week? Like, can i get this box of cookies at the grocery store should right? i have, but last week i had this treat so like man like you know it's like yeah ugh. also another thought is is weighing out the treats in a sense of being like like i do this where i'll look at i don't know i'll compare two different ice cream things like uh, dairy-free ice creams and i'll be like this one has xanthan gum i shouldn't have that but then this one has like i'm getting so minute now that i'm like yeah it's the grocery store trips turn into like the longest process which i also feel like is not is good <laughs> not enjoyable either so no. i just feel like there's so much information out there and and it's overwhelming which i also feel like leads to the thought process of being like well like you kind of either become obsessed Mm -hmm. or you just say i don't give a shit i don't even want to look into any of this yeah right but then you're maybe turning a blind eye turning a blind eye yeah exactly Mm -hmm. to different things that could be healthier for you yeah so i think we'll just maybe chat each a little bit about our experiences experiences in the past and then what we're kind of at right now in the present as far as our thought and relationship with the big f <laughs> the big f you know it's a it's a it's a big one but do you want to go first or do you sure. want me to go first i'll just jump right okay. in so i feel like i mean obviously body image plays a big role into i think a lot of people's pros like thought process with food because yeah as you grow up you think like oh if i eat healthy then i'll be skinny yes type thing like you yes. correlate that but also being skinny and healthy are not the same, the same yeah thing, it's which not. i mean you're, it's a whole other fuck around but yeah anyways so i think I was when I was younger I kind of I think like junior high into high school like my first couple years in that area where I was a little more independent mm-hmm. I just was like woohoo like let's walk to McDonald's yeah. and go get McDonald's and let's eat this whole garlic pizza by myself when I get home from school and like yeah. I would literally just like eat a meal when I got home from school and then like eat dinner, dinner a couple yeah. hours later and like I know because you were old enough to kind of like make your own food and yeah. to go places on your own and stuff and so I think I kind of bit myself in the ass a little bit there because I started 
seeing like obviously I was also kind of going through like puberty at that yeah. time so I was seeing a lot of changes with my body and I was like oh shit you know I got midway through high school and I was like oh I really fucked up like Fair. I caused myself to gain all this weight which in hindsight like yeah I mean I maybe wasn't making like the healthiest choices but I probably Didn't would have, have filled out to yeah regardless of what I was eating because it is just like puberty yeah. and the way yeah. your body you know the way your body works so I think then I started to develop maybe some habits going the other way where I thought like, okay, well, I did this to myself, so now I have to like reverse this. Yeah, so I would say throughout like when I was maybe after I graduated mostly like 18, 19, Mm 20-ish is kind of when I was having like some pretty bad habits as far as that. So Mm -hmm. like I would be really restrictive as far as calories go, like, oh, a thousand calories a day only, which like is... Not that's even. like what a toddler should be yeah like, not a grown woman yeah um i tried like a lot of different fad diets which we actually did a whole episode on different mm-hmm. fad diets but i tried tons of different things like beach body and mm-hmm. keto and all these things and i was just being so restrictive and i would like beat myself up and i would like cry about it because i am like the biggest foodie you guys like i love yeah. like Haley can eat oatmeal every breakfast lunch and dinner and like be okay yeah but you want to I want to I want to enjoy the food. I want to try yeah. some flavors. Like I could not just eat the same thing every single day like yeah. chicken and rice and vegetables like no. Yeah. I need I need some goodness. Changing it up. <laughs> yeah. That's so fair. whenever I would be so restrictive, like I would be miserable yeah. because I would be like you have to eat broccoli like yes, yes. <laughs> and I would be like hating my life and just like a n- miserable person to be around and then if I did ever like slip up mm-hmm. in quotation marks because like you're allowed to freaking eat what you want but yeah. I, would, I would mess up on my diet and yeah. then I would hate myself and be the, like you stupid shame. idiot like how could you do this or I would eat something bad and be like okay well I can't eat for the rest of the day now because yeah. I ate that McDonald's cheeseburger yeah. at lunch and now I can't eat for the rest of the day and like just stupid shit like that and it was like just not healthy and I was just like how come nothing's working and like yes. I just felt like I was like a failure Stopping. and I was like I'm starving myself but I'm not losing weight and mm-hmm. like I don't know what to do And then, like, as time went on, I think I kind of sort of, I don't know what really changed, but I kind of fell out of that, and I just sort of started to, like, have a more balanced lifestyle, and Mm -hmm. then I was sort of, like, I'd lost weight, actually, like, when I did, like, sort of more of a keto diet, Mm -hmm. I did lose weight, and Mm -hmm. I was, like, the lowest weight that I'd been since I was, like, you know, younger. Yeah. And so I was, like, feeling good, and I kind of kept that off for a while, and I was able to kind of maintain that for quite some time. Mm-hmm. Um, I was, like, feeling good, like, kind of had balance. And then I would say in the last, like, two years, I mean, COVID doesn't help. Also, no. being in, like, a committed relationship where you feel comfortable with the person, yeah. like, doesn't help. Yeah. Not saying that's, you know, whatever. But for me, it was, uh, like, oh, let's go get food together and let's, you yeah. know, it's, you just don't think about it. And then I started to kind of go the other way where I just didn't give a shit. And yeah. I was eating anything that I wanted and it was not healthy. Like, I was eating fast food multiple times a week. And, yeah you know pigging out and stuff and then it started going the other way so then that was kind of the last two years so where I'm at at this current moment Mm -hmm. is I'm just sort of trying to get back to balance balance and I think it's weird because I don't know if I mentioned this in like the last episode or two but I've been having like these weird food aversions lately where it's like my body is like no we're not eating that Really? And like I, it literally makes the thought of eating something makes me want to throw up. What's like, an I example? Have, I haven't drank coffee in a month. What? Because my body just was like, no, no more. 
Wow. Yeah, and like your body I just knows what you need. I guess right. Like I was like I would try and like drink it because I always would look forward to my morning coffee, coffee in yeah. the morning, and I would try and drink it, and it would just be like grossing me out so hard. Like I hmm. didn't even want to finish it, and I would just dump it down the drain. Interesting. So then I was like, okay, I'm just gonna not make my coffee. I guess. Cause, yeah. Like, why waste? Yeah. You know, you're not gonna drink it. And it was, like, certain things, too, that have just been doing that to me. And, like... That's interesting. It, it's, like, my body's stopping me from overeating, too. Like, if yeah. I'm eating something, it's, like, you're done. Yeah. Whoa! It's, so it's like, taking over. It's, like, the last few weeks, like, it's been happening. And I've actually, like, seen some changes. Mm. And it's, like, so weird because, like, I didn't really, like, do anything. And I don't mm-hmm. know if it's because I've been, like... I mean, I've been seeing a naturopath, and mm. I've been trying to get back with, like, mental health stuff, so I'm like, I don't know if everything's correlated. Yeah, but it's I like, think it is. It's a weird thing that's been happening mm. to me, but I'm not going to complain. Yeah. No, that's, I think that's, I think your body does know. I think even in the situations, like, um, I do this, I think everybody does this, where, say, you're eating a piece of, you order from a restaurant, I'm bad for this, you order from a restaurant a piece of cake, and you probably take about, like, six bites, and you're kind of just good, mm-hmm. you feel good. But then you're not even hungry anymore. And you know if you keep eating it, you're going to make yourself sick. Yeah. But you just keep eating it. Yeah. It's, it's like there. your body knows yeah. when it's had enough. Or you like, just like learn to ignore those signals. I think yeah. that your body's giving off like, okay, we're full or like mm-hmm. we're done. And you're just like, no. Yeah. You're like, but <laughs> no, taste food. <laughs> yeah. Like keep going. <laughs> no, I think, uh, I think it's, I think that's a very accurate representation of kind of like where you're at and what mm-hmm. you've been going through. I think it's so funny how it is like people and myself, like you go from one end of the spectrum to the other like I'd say my whole journey I don't think I ever I don't know like growing up I think we grew up in the generation of I agree like the the store foods that are that were new but we didn't know the effects of them because I feel like growing up I remember eating a lot of like say Nesquik mm-hmm. or processed stuff processed stuff yeah. that like I don't think anybody because maybe I it a lot was of, like, new frozen meals and stuff yeah. like, why did I that's like yucky and I think that was just like the day and age of our youth yeah because it was like there were so many options so many like, options quick and fast too like yeah. as a parent you want quick and fast like I want quick and fast even now not having kids yeah. but I understand so I think I I'm assuming the market went that way so I mean growing up I didn't eat awfully but I definitely like understood what like fun foods tasted like and and then yeah I agree I kind of went through the similar thing when you get your license and your friends and you go to McDonald's or you go and that's kind of like your metabolism is probably at its best right yeah so like I could probably eat like a whole 12 dozen donuts and like be (laughs) fine yeah and so obviously and then when you turn 18 you start drinking Mm -hmm. I didn't really struggle too much with putting on the weight at that time I think because I was still active and I was also that's when I became gym obsessed Mm -hmm. and that's also an unhealthy anything I listened to this guy who's an addiction counselor and anything where it's just like overly obsessive can turn into addiction so I was definitely addicted to going to the gym because I thought I could outwork eating the bad food and drinking the alcohol which it did kind of work for a while there and then and then my body was like girl something's got to change and that's kind of when I became or found out I was lactose intolerant because I was just having the worst digestion Mm -hmm. um and then fast forward a little bit going through some breakups that was when I like turned to food for comfort big time like uh, I think there was like a month there where I would go to Tim Hortons and get like two donuts a day just to like have some joy have some dopamine in my life I'm gonna treat myself yeah but like every day (laughs) yeah and I, I think I just also was in a mindset of just being like but then I I think I was obsessively working out 
but I also was mowing and doing stuff so kind of cancelled out even though I was just putting like not yeah. nutrient dense food into my body I was just kind of like get trying to get dopamine from food which I feel like has now fucked up my thoughts on food a little bit yeah because fast forward probably my first year of working this is when this kind of started of of a more like restrictive mindset yeah where it's almost like you have to punish yourself Mm -hmm. if I indulge the night before yeah um and that's kind of continued and that's where I'm at it was a lot more extreme but covid god bless I don't know how I think I think I mean I obviously know how but yeah COVID had made it a bit easier for me because I am more in control because I lose control in the social settings or I don't lose control, but I feel out of control. Yeah. And so that's a really hard one for me. And I also, I also feel like I would go to a social setting and either maybe I didn't set up boundaries or have enough confidence in my abilities. Like I didn't trust myself enough maybe to be like, Haley it's okay to order that or like you can eat three out of the four fish tacos if you're full by the fourth third one Mm -hmm. right like I still struggle with that where it's like I need to eat everything even if I'm full and just ignore the signs my body's giving me yeah but then that that's the trigger for then the restrictiveness so if I just listened to my body while I was eating the fish tacos yeah and said Kate you had two you feel good no need to continue until you feel ill because then you know that'll trigger your restrictiveness yeah, and then you'll want to feel shitty about that you guilt. overate. Yeah. yeah yeah so it's and it's such a i think it's also a very i think that has been um instilled in me from like the north american mindset a little bit where you just get absurd amounts of food yeah and and, and you just feel like obligated uh, yeah. to eat it especially in that social setting because you don't want people to think but the thing about it is is like if you had a thing and it came with four fish tacos and you only ate two of them, like, no one's going to say shit. Like, no. no one's going to be like, Haley, like, why didn't you eat all of those? Like, yeah. just take them home and you get leftovers and you have another meal. Like, yeah. it's, I don't understand, like, the where thought. we get that mindset from because, like, I would never judge one of my friends for not finishing their meal or whatever the case or if they wanted to order a salad instead of wings yeah. or whatever. Yeah. Like, I've done it before. I've gotten, like, a bowl instead of a mm-hmm. juicy burg and fries. Like, whatever case you want like if you're feeling yeah. like something a little more light or if mm-hmm. you want that greasy thing then do it like no one's judging you and so then i don't get why we feel judged when we would never judge other people right yes like who is judging that yeah like, nobody really is exactly i agree and i think um another aspect of this is this has played a really big part in it is when people like food boundaries so for example I feel like this is very relatable to a lot of people where you'll go somewhere and and I think it's more of an older generation thing like I feel like I try to make a really conscious effort to say if I'm if I cooked food for somebody or I have food at my house mm-hmm. and I say hey do you want some of this and they say no and I say okay let me know if you do like either way I'm totally all good with it yeah. you know letting the individual be and letting them make their decisions for them but I feel like I've I have a lot of people in my life who it's almost like it's a you're impolite if you say no to food or alcohol yeah and that's something that's becoming I think that is the biggest issue I have right now because I feel I can see that some people do take offense when I say I don't want I I literally ate before I came or or they comment on like well what did you eat before you got here and I'm like 
I don't need to be interrogated. Yeah. Like, like I, I you am in control. Also, like maybe you just are gonna eat later and you're not hungry or, at that moment. Yeah. Or like whatever. Like it, it doesn't really matter why. If you or say you yeah. Don't eat that food. Like even if I, I can understand maybe like concern if people are like. Yeah. But I mean, if you're just, if you don't know that person well enough to have concern, like, yeah. I feel like the only people that could really have concern is, like, your partner, like, mm-hmm. your best friends, if you're, like, hmm, like, yeah. you never eat in front yeah. of me, then that's yeah. kind of weird, but, like, if it's just, like, in a social setting and you decide, like, not to take a portion, yeah. then that's just your own... I also, I think that is my biggest trigger. And also, like, I've had experiences where, like, I will initially dish up what I need to dish up, and then uh, people will be, like, telling to take more and offended if I don't take more. Um, And then that's kind of now crossed over. I've heard this term sobriety curious or sober curious. It's really interesting where it's like, it's like um, you don't struggle with addiction per se, but you're just curious about like what a sober life looks like. And I'm not saying like that that's for me, but I'm just saying like it's also with these individuals gotten to a point where it's unacceptable if I don't uh, take a glass of wine. Yeah. And then if I just say I'm not drinking tonight, like I just don't feel like it. Yeah. They're like, why? What's wrong with you? So I feel like I'm struggling with that also. It's yeah. just in certain uh, certain certain groups, social s- certain circles. Social yeah. circles. Um, but I think that that's really fucking up with my brain a little bit because yeah. I feel my best when... Uh, okay, this is, this is what I've learned in the past year. So... <laughs> Sorry to take this freaking limelight no, continuously, okay. Lex. Is I'm okay with eating quote unquote not not your traditionally healthy traditionally food. healthy food. Yeah. If it's say somebody made a pie, somebody made like a homemade cookies or yeah. something, I'm okay with that. I will enjoy. I will, but it, as long as it's on my terms. Yeah. I just I just don't like being Pressure. pressured. I think that's when things go bad. When I'm pressured, I eat the food I didn't want to eat and then I'm mad the next day yeah. and then I'm mad at those people yeah and I hate them <laughs> <laughs> but then it just makes me like resentful. resentful yeah so I think that's I don't know how to communicate that to people you know I guess that's just on me to have better boundaries yeah I think you just have to learn to not take things personally like if that person is going to get upset because you didn't take a second helping of yeah. dinner yeah that's on them like, yeah that's their own issue that they're feeling upset about like that's not your job yeah. to make them feel what some type of way like, yeah you know what i mean like yeah. you do what you need to do and if they're gonna be like why didn't she take a cooler like yeah. when we offered her that yeah. cooler like you don't need to drink if you don't want yeah. to drink and vice versa if you don't want dessert if you're just full like don't have dessert you know mm-hmm. what i mean like I just think that it's someone else's issue that you don't need to take on that. Yeah. Yeah, I think I think that's an interesting aspect because I think um a lot of people cuz eating is a social thing. Yeah. So I think I mean you're going to need those skills. Like I need to I need those skills for the rest of my life, so it's something I have to work on. I have to figure out mm-hmm. or else I'm just going to be pissed off all no, the time. I, I think it's a lot about balance and I mean I've learned that a lot too recently like even you feel like oh I'm I'm on this like kind of health train like mm-hmm. I'm trying to maybe you know lose some of that COVID weight mm-hmm. and then oh somebody invites you out for a meal at a restaurant and it's like you could go one or two ways you could get all panicky and be yeah. like oh my god like I'm gonna break my kind yeah. of little health thing that I'm on I don't want to call it a diet because yeah. I'm not dieting yeah. but I just mean you know turning yeah you're just yeah we're on so the journey you're like oh god like I've been doing so well now I'm gonna like 
fuck it up, quote unquote. Mm-hmm. You can have mm-hmm. that mindset, but then I mean, you can also have the mindset of like, okay, I have control over this situation. Yeah, I'm going to just order an appetizer because yeah. I don't need a full. 1500 calorie meal yeah yeah or i'm just gonna get like this power bowl that has chicken and kale and yeah whatever and it's still gonna be good because like restaurants everything they serve is good like yeah let's just be real <laughs> yeah. even the healthy <laughs> options are like good yeah just choose an option that's gonna make you feel better at the end of the day you know like, sh- you know you maybe eating those chicken wings and yeah you know garlic fries might make you feel a little bit shitty after because i mean let's be honest it's a lot of deep fried yeah and whatever. yeah i mean have it if you want it but mm-hmm just choose something that's going to make you feel the way you want to feel feel. yeah it doesn't have to be black and white like restaurant food is not bad and Mm -hmm. homemade food is not good and vice versa like you can make unhealthy meals at home and you can eat healthy meals at a restaurant like it's not so i just think trying to separate that that good and bad black and white mindset is like really important yeah i agree i think it all just coming comes down to being more mindful because i think if i have like a conversation with myself before I'm it's almost like making a game plan in a sense so then you don't lose um you don't make because I feel like I get more mad when I make an impulsive quote-unquote decision that I didn't think about prior but I feel like if I felt like um I wanted to have a burger that day and I before went there said no that's what I want yeah and then just being aware the entire time and and just not taking it to the max because I think a lot of people struggle with that of needing to clean the whole plate yeah exactly And and I think too like if you are somebody who does not do well when you eat maybe more processed mm-hmm. deep fried or mm-hmm. large volumes of food just plan ahead like if you know okay i'm going out for dinner with my friends tonight and like i wouldn't mind like treating myself having that burger and fries mm-hmm. maybe just have a lighter lunch then yeah like, have a salad with some chicken or have like hummus and veggies and yeah pita or whatever like yeah. just you know balance it out instead uh, yeah. of being like oh, i'm gonna go for mcdonald's for lunch and then go for dinner yes. with my friends like that just which That's, I used yeah. to have that mindset where, like, nah, I'm already, you know, wrecking the day yeah. of healthy food, so I might as well just binge Eat it all. all day. Yeah. Like, that's not healthy, so... It's true. I think just having balance is key. Yes, I agree. Um, I guess a couple a couple things I've learned in this journey in the past year because of COVID, some tips and tricks on it, is... So, I'm going to be very... I'm going to do this a lot, I think, whenever I host people, but it's instead of when you're hosting people instead of having all the food on the table while everybody's there to eat you have the food in the kitchen Mm -hmm. and you go and dish up from the kitchen and then come back yeah because i feel like that when there's just kira and i talked about this when it's just like food here Mm -hmm. you'll just continue to pick and pick and pick mindlessly so i think having the um separation where you have to get up and go and look at the food and you know dish up the food then go sit back down even just like on a day to day night thing, like say if Gerald and I were eating the two of us, I think yeah. just making an effort to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then also, ooh, I had a good one, but it kind of slipped my mind a little bit. Hmm. Do you have any other tips, Lex? I think that too, like kind of along those same lines, even like if you're just trying to maybe do a little bit more portion control, like mm-hmm. dish up your portion and then just decide, like, hey, I'm not, I'm just going to eat this, like slow like Mm -hmm. don't scarf it down and then I'm gonna wait give yourself like okay I'm gonna wait 15 or 20 minutes after I finish Mm -hmm. this bowl and if I'm still feeling hungry then I'll go back and get a little bit more but yeah don't go immediately right after you finish the first bowl because you haven't even had time to digest food yet yeah so I think just also like taking things slow and then you know yeah making it more of a process I agree that was like one thing too where 
have being an individual that suffers suffers from like bloating and indigestion mm-hmm. is just chewing my food more because yeah. I take like five bites and I swallow which is fucked <laughs> and so I need to that's something I know that would probably help just feel more in control too because you're just slowing down the process you're not yeah. racing through your meal yeah which I think is probably very important for digestion and just for having that healthy relationship with food yeah um uh, I, I don't know I've kind of read a couple books on it and I just think it is hard it's like it's definitely a very real issue and something that I think is becoming harder and harder with our generation just because there are a lot of confusing things put out there yeah. on bodies as well like sometimes this is my big pet peeve there are girls on social media influencers like Mm -hmm. big influencers who will post like themselves with a huge plate of pasta or something along those lines and like i they have admitted that they don't actually eat the food they post themselves eating the food yeah and then it's it spirals all this like confusion because people are like there's no way there's no way that you ate that entire thing of pasta and that's the diet, like the Gigi Hadid thing where she was like saying that she eats like this certain foods and, and it came out that no, she actually eats like a very restrictive diet. Yeah. And so then people, myself, start to think like, fuck that girl, fuck her for having her cake and eating it too a little bit, you know, <laughs> yeah. and looking that way. And it's also like, it just spirals, perpetuates the well, I think unacceptable, like the unattainable standards. Unattainable I think standards. It's, 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 it all goes back to the social media aspect too, because it's like people are just posting the highlight reel. Like yeah. they're just posting, making it seem like so easy, but you don't get to see behind the scenes, like them struggling yeah. and all this stuff. Like I've been seeing this a lot too. Like when women like have, kids mm-hmm. and then they're posting like they're oh i'm back to my post pregnancy yes. bod and it's been like a week and yeah. you're just like what the hell i'm like that's how like how, how did you do that and also did like, you see the girl from sun selling sunset is yeah. that what you're talking about i've, I've seen a few oh girls gosh. and i'm just like i understand maybe like some people are actually wanting to like share how maybe they did it but at the same time like i don't really believe in like promoting that because it, it's be like honest if you are gonna share it yeah like I've, i have a few girls that i follow that have posted like showing these updates like oh this is me three weeks postpartum and three months postpartum and like yeah. look i got my abs back and i'm yeah. just like i just think like why even share that yeah like i understand being proud of being able to get back to where you were like that's awesome and mm-hmm. i don't i'm not jealous or shaming those girls yeah. whatsoever but i just think that some things like don't need to be blasted over social media because you're gonna make people feel bad Less about than. themselves yeah. when they aren't able to achieve that and yeah. i just think like not everyone has the same resources not everyone has the same you know like maybe you're a single mom or maybe your husband works like 24 7 you don't you don't, you don't have time to go to the gym after yeah. you have a baby and, yeah you know you're trying to just struggle to make yourself craft dinner for lunch yeah. because you're so tired and like not it's everybody just... has the same resources so i think it's so hard to not compare yourself to everybody you see online and so yeah. i think that also contributes a lot to it as definitely. well definitely so. i think it should be a thing that like if if you're going to post those things, like, you need to be honest with what you do. Because if yeah. you were strict, restricted your diet for two weeks, you ate a thousand calories a day, like, tell me that. So then yeah. I know, like, that's what she did and that's just not, that's not what I want to do. Yeah. So I just, I feel like being more honest is just, like, so important because it's like that Dove commercial, right? Like, it's like <laughs> taking off the filters. Yeah. Because it is confusing. It is. I'm true. confused it's all the all, time. 
people are posting the highlight reel. They're yeah. not posting how hard it was and all the struggles and all the failures yeah. that they had along the way. It's like, oh, I just want to post, like, the good things. And, I mean, we do that, too. Mm-hmm. It's, it's everybody's guilty of it. Oh, yeah. It takes a pretty... Literally will facetune my photos. Yeah. Up. Like, it takes a pretty brave person to post yeah. the raw, authentic parts of their life, yeah. I think. And especially because you're opening yourself up to, like, criticism and hate and Especially for bodies. Whatever. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't blame people for not doing it, obviously. Mm-hmm. Like, I... It, probably wouldn't do yeah the things i've seen some girls do but mm-hmm. um i don't know i think it all just comes back to like boundaries yeah. and comparison and it's just hard and i think i just don't know how you ever get out of the like i don't know if i could ever see myself being at a place where i'm not thinking about that stuff yeah i think if you've got the resources i think maybe working with somebody that is mm-hmm. like a nutrition coach or a health coach or a Mm-hmm. whatever naturopath or whatever the case may be and just explain your struggles and get some help in that regard but i know not everybody's able to mm-hmm. do that financially or time commitment wise or whatever like mm-hmm. it's obviously a privilege so i think maybe that is a step you could take yeah i um, think so too and then i also just think being assertive and setting boundaries for yourself and just saying like this is what i'm setting a goal and yeah. just saying like i'm gonna stick to this no matter what and even if i do slip up like it's okay yeah but i'm gonna try and like have this boundary and I agree. I think not letting other people's emotions affect your actions. Yeah, I think is a huge thing. I think it's true too in meditating on that boundary before you're in the situations, because mm-hmm. then at least you're prepared. And I think being prepared helps yeah. because you know, kind of how it's almost like you have the tools to take control of the situation. Then if you're kind of prepared on how you want the situation to pa- yeah. pan out, you always have control. Like, yeah, there's no one can freaking unless someone's pinning you down and like shoving yeah, cake like down the Grinch. Your throat. Yeah, like fine, but like. <laughs> that's probably yeah. not a situation that you're going to find yourself in no. so i just think like you just really have to stand up for yourself and and and, and, and yeah and, and i mean like i said earlier if someone's going to have an issue with it that's on them yeah and that's not your job to take that on yeah because i'm learning at the end of the day it just makes you resentful towards People. every fucking buddy yeah. else on the planet so exactly. no i think it's i think it's a very relatable thing and i think yeah i'm sure a lot of you guys can probably mm-hmm are listening to this especially with the hot like, girl yeah, summer yeah, that's yeah. a lot of pressure yeah just the same and covid i mean coming out of a pandemic like i was just on the radio today i was driving and um i they said oh don't worry because everyone doesn't is nobody wants to put on their summer clothes yeah. this year yeah. so if you're not alone yeah like, they said it was some commercial or something and i was like it's true yeah it is like, true even when i'd see my friends and i'm like oh like they don't look any different to me from pre-covid to post-covid yeah. but like they maybe don't feel like yeah. themselves maybe because they haven't been like you know for example i look at like sean and he hasn't gained weight but he has maybe like lost quite mm-hmm. a bit of muscle mass because he hasn't been able to go to the gym and you know he, he maybe could is be feeling insecure about, insecure that. about mm-hmm. that and whatever and to me i'm like oh like why would you feel like bad mm-hmm. like no one's gonna like look at you and be like oh but like Everyone has yeah. their own insecurity, even if it's not visible yes. to the average person looking at you. Yes. You could just not feel like yourself. Yes. I think COVID, I think everybody, if you can't relate, I don't know where you have yeah. been. <laughs> but I think everybody in some aspect, you've either lost weight, you've gained weight, you just don't feel as fit. Or you as haven't been in once were. Yeah. yeah. You haven't been in these settings in a while, so it's gonna be daunting to put on a bathing suit and, and get out yeah. there and, and put your body on display which is so fucking gnarly <laughs> no it's one's even a, looking at you like, yeah fuck. it's gonna be okay but yeah i think we're just we're both at a spot both just trying to find balance yeah it's i think a lifelong thing so we'll keep you updated but if you guys have any tips and advice let us know yeah if you're going through the same thing i think it's 
I think probably most of you are going into summer with COVID and just yeah. all Or you've things. had issues in the past. Yeah. You, I mean, things are always going to be changing as you get older, too. Yeah. Your body's going to change. Your metabolism is going to change. So Your goals with your body are going to change. Exactly. So we're going to be... We have more challenges to face ahead, but I think yeah. it's just being Taking proactive and having control is the main thing. So Yeah. Yeah. Well, hopefully, you know what, with this hot week... Maybe we'll just sweat off the pounds. <laughs> it won't matter. <laughs> we'll just enjoy our bodies in the sun for what they are. It's going to be okay. Okay. Well, enjoy your week, dudes. Stay cool. cool. <laughs> Stay cool. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>